Radio Mornings at gmail.com. Hey, it's 16 minutes after 7 o'clock. Good morning on a beautiful Friday morning. Michael and Ted and our Friday co-host, Gene Valentino. Hey, good morning, Gene. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Beautiful morning. The humidity is pulled away and good visibility. A little bit cooler, which is probably a welcome surprise. Yeah. And it, uh, it's it's super nice out this morning. Cooler. Yeah, it's super nice. Hey, so... You know what? I got to visit with you this week, and I was so excited to get to come over and see your new airplane and how your uh, construction project with your hangar and all that stuff's going on. I just want to tell you that I enjoyed myself. I'm, I'm glad I got to see you. Well, I'm glad you did. Next time, uh, I'll be coming your way to come in for a ham and cheese sandwich. Just give me 1,400 yeah. feet of runway somewhere. Yeah, we'll find you some, some runway. 1,400 feet is all that plane needs. Actually, a little less, but that's a safety margin to clear 50-foot obstacles at the end. I got you. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll find you a spot. And, uh, you know, we do have airports over here in Mississippi. I don't know if you're familiar with this area. We, might have, to, we might have to move the cows, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Those little bumps on the ground don't look like much from 1,000 feet until you hit them. And they're just fire ants. Don't worry about it. You hit one of those 2,000-pound cows with that, uh, with that little uh, floating airplane you've got there. That could be a problem. Cow might win. <laughs> okay. Talking about landing, talk about landing downwind. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. All right. So, Gene, you know, I'll tell you something. I don't even know where to start. You and I, we, we kind of talk politics and, and you know, there's so many things going on so fast. I know you've seen that lately we've got these new, all of a sudden there's new interest of, by the news media in Hunter Biden and his emails and his laptop, uh, you know, the, the guy who's hooked on drugs and an alcoholic and, you know, mm-hmm. likes, uh, well, he likes hookers. And, uh, and, and of course, he trusts hookers, and he tells them everything that, uh, <laughs> that's going on. It's so funny. Uh, but, what a but, concept. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's just amazing to me how this is going on. I don't know if you want to talk about that. I don't know if you want to talk about the border, you know, the thousands of Haitians that just showed up, and, uh, and now they're being uh, shipped off to the interior of the country. Some did go back. I think they deported a couple of thousand, two or three thousand of them back to Haiti. But, uh, you know, it's just, there's just so many things going on so fast. Well, we just, you we know, just don't know what to say. That's the key issue. And all the pundits and oh, those opining on the news every five minutes now, such saturation, Michael. Let's take it up a notch and say, let's look at it at the 10,000-foot level just for a second. You know, Article 4, Section 4 of our great Constitution, thank God allows the states, to step up and uh, protect the constitutional republic that the federal government has created when the federal government cannot or will not do so. There's another extension of that arm that says not only can the state do it, but you and I, the individuals within the state, can rise up to defend that same constitution from Marxist, uh, authoritarian, autocratic rule that um, serves me, not we, right? Okay, yeah. so that is not to be, that is not to say we approve of, um, uh, of insurgency, 
or um, or takeover of government, which is how the Democrats have po- uh, postured the characterization of what's happened lately. Uh, this January 6th event is not an uprising from their point of view. It's not an uprising to defend the Constitution. There, from their point of view, it's an insurgency, a criminal wrongdoing, to take down the very essence of our democracy they're bragging about. Well, if they're so concerned about it, why don't you do what's in your face and fundamental and protect the border? That, that, that just, just start there. Yeah, Just protect the border, because if you want to talk about COVID going through the country, if you want to talk about our voting procedures, which have been compromised, why don't we create a system that protects those that are here legally first, which we have an obligation to do, and then go out and welcome others through a process, a legal process that gives all these crazies. Uh, that are coming over the line from doing just what they accuse Trump of, and that's now insurgencies. The Haitians in particular are stepping over the line and, and using violence to um, make their way into the inner lands of our country. They haven't gone through any legal process. And where's AOC's crocodile tears on the fence a year ago, oh, how Trump is abusing the people down there and caging them. Where is she from the millions of people that are coming in over the line? She needs to be removed from office. Well, she might be. You know, I'll tell you, there is a a move on uh, in the redistricting process to give her an area that's going to cause her some heartache. So so we may see that. Who knows? But uh, yeah. Well, their vote recently on, on turning down um, the the dome for Israel, there was about, what, nine nine folks voting against at the 11th hour. AOC backed off and says, well, I'll just be present but not vote, which means she's looking for neutral ground because the redistricting of her district has a very strong Israeli Jewish population. How can any Jewish person... Uh, uh, is from Israeli descent. Look at what she's doing, and um, Elon uh, uh, Omar and the rest of them that that have uh, gone against Israel. How can they look themselves in the mirror and think that that's an okay move? Well, you know, let's be honest. I mean, these people are anti-Israel. They are well, they're anti-U.S. government. They don't like our government either. I guess what and they then want. How, right. And how then did we allow them to get elected? You know, some of the blame is with the is an earshot of everybody listening to our conversation. Did you vote for such a lunatic? If you did, you've got to assume your portion of the responsibility for what we have in United States Congress right now. Well, you know, the truth is, Gene, and we both know this and everybody listening knows this, that you are you are your representatives in the the Congress, the the Senate, the regular dog catcher positions are no better than the people that put them in office. Correct. And sometimes people are yeah. fooled and they they do get in, but when you see people that stay there for years and years and years and decades, 
that are just rotten. You wonder how, you know, what are the people thinking in those districts? Why would they support something like this? Now, the, I want to hey. go back. I want to go back to Governor Abbott, the, the, the possibility of using the National Guard uh, to, to protect the border of Texas and therefore protect the country. You know, I think Governor Abbott is missing an opportunity here. And I believe that if your governor, Governor DeSantis, down in Florida, were governor of Texas, he would have already done that. What do you think about that? <laughs> governor Governor DeSantis is... Um is uh he's turbocharged he's ready to take him on and will probably be setting precedent uh in the supreme court with some of the bold moves that uh, the democrat liberals are fighting against uh but uh and i commend him for his approach and i know uh uh governor reeves and everyone in between are in support of that along the uh, gulf coast and should be because we're the primary victims uh, I had to listen to a liberal relative of mine over in California lecture me about how COVID's spreading over here in Florida. Well, sure it is. How many hundreds of thousands of people from that Mexican border have just been slipped in the night on bus and aircraft over to secondary airports in this area and gentrified into the community with all their virus? Oh, no vaccines either, by the way, Michael. We're yeah. arguing on the morning radio show uh last week and the week before about the legitimacy of a vaccine they're just willy-nilly they don't even consider a vaccine for these people they're putting them on planes and uh, dropping them off in small clusters around the country it's a cancer eating us from within now no question about it i, I hate to keep going back but can't you know you've obviously taken a look at this i mean you have the right to protect your state and by the right to protect your state, wouldn't that mean that you could get together with other states like Mississippi, Florida, and pull National Guard units from those states to protect your border? I mean, couldn't the the local states get together around the border and use their National Guard to protect it? I, I, I'm just – a lot of people are thinking about this. The, the federal government won't do it. Could we do it as states? What do you think? Yes, the Constitution allows us to do it. I got an idea for you. The next time we meet, you talk to your friends in Mississippi. I'll talk to my friends here in Florida, and we'll swap notes and get together over a cigar. We'll see how many people you have, how many people we have. We're not in being insurgents. We're creating an uprising to defend our constitutional republic. That's not insurgency. Yeah, well, you know, the, the federal government would probably spend more time trying to stop you from doing something like that than they would, obviously, to stop the illegal immigrants from crossing the border. You can bet that. Well, if it, although a little less publicized, let's just say for purposes of this broadcast, it's already underway and the federal government doesn't have a clue. They can't even count the number of people crossing over the border. Or if they can, they're not telling us. Uh, but uh, but you know damn well that there's a lot of good patriotic Americans in your backyard and mine that are just ready to dial it up now because enough's enough. Yeah, people are people are fed up with this. I mean, this is uh, this is this is just we watch this in horror. We can't believe that it's going on. People just walking willy nilly right into our country. We have no idea who they are. 
we know that uh, obviously they didn't try to do it the right way. They just want to come here and take the benefits that are available to people in this country and, uh, you know, get away from whatever hellhole they're living in. Well, you know, that's why we could have a 51st state or a 52nd state or a 53rd state by simply leaving them in the countries they're in and making their countries our state. And they could uh, pay our taxes, contribute to our system, become citizens in an orderly way, be producers, not takers, uh, meaning your tax dollar and mine doesn't pay for the millions coming over illegally on the border for this free lunch they're getting right now. And instead, they're producing and becoming part of a greater economic scheme. That would drive China really nuts. <laughs> yeah, China, you know, that's our, that's our big, uh, that's our, our big uh, foe in the world. I mean, exactly. China, they're, they're actually teaching their children something in school. We talked about this earlier. Uh, instead of critical race theory, I say that we're making our kids dumber in school than instead of making them smarter. But, oh, by the way, did you see the, did you see the former Detroit police chief, uh, Jamie Craig? He's now candidate for governor in Michigan. And so guess what he announces? He's announcing that the tax dollars you and I spend uh, uh, that go towards education be able to be used or diverted to under the parents' control to a charter school-type private training if the parent chooses not to put the student in public school. Yeah. I'll this bet is a, you those SAT scores start climbing again. Yeah, this is a nightmare for teachers' unions when they allow this to happen. And that's going to happen. That's another thing that people are fed up with, is sending their, their kids to school to become dumber instead of smarter. You know, it's, and it's China's, obvious. China's hoping that happens. They are. They are. Okay, well, Gene, we got about 30 seconds left. Anything else you'd like to add? Well, I'm thinking of this cigar that I'm going to be puffing with you a little later. Okay, uh, I, I don't know. I I think we, uh, we I think there's some humor in this. Uh, there's a silver lining in this, Michael. I think we needed to get spanked a little bit to realize, as a nation, for our next generation, just how lucky we are. And um, failure to defend the rights of other people may someday result in your rights and my rights not being defended. That's what this whole uh, movement is all about. All right. Gene Valentino, my good friend from uh, Pensacola, Florida, former Escambia County Commissioner, great friend. Thank you for joining us as you do most every Friday. You have a great weekend. Best to you, Michael. 7.30, we're the bottom of the hour on a beautiful Friday. There have been times in my life. 